Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and I am knocking my chopsticks together. Well, you see, this is Cooking with Bruce and Mark, and we started celebrating Chinese New Year this month. Those probably sound like little electrical charges, because <laughs> these are really nice stainless steel chopsticks. They are. So it's not, they're not wooden chopsticks. I didn't and pull them apart and suck the ends or whatever you're supposed no. to do. <laughs> now, oh, you get splinters in your tongue. So I know a lot of people are saying, but Chinese New Year was the 28th of January. The thing is, it lasts for about 15 days. Oh, it lasts all year. Well, it does in my head. Have you ever been to Chinatown? They, that's all they do is do Chinese New Year. Well, Good we're going to do it for a few more episodes <laughs> because I am a king of Chinese food. You know, my Chinese obsession started with this guy named Norman Weinstein. Yeah, that's, I was about... that's Chinese. <laughs> Norman Weinstein. Well, what's my name? And there's no relation. And mm. I took this class with him when I was like 19 years old. And I became a vegetarian in that class because he took a oh, whole excellent. duck oh, with the head and the bill and the feet. And, and he put it in his mouth. Dropped it in a oh. giant pot of boiling oil. And I so grossed out that I didn't eat meat for two years. Wow. Okay, then. Well, um, <laughs> we're going to eat meat. And we're actually uh, going to make a recipe for dong an chicken. Dong an ji ji or something. something <laughs> and what, like what that. dialect is that? Uh, it's the non, non-tonal Chinese <laughs> that I can do. And uh, our dong an chicken is actually adapted from Carolyn Phillips' recipe in All Under Heaven, her book from Tin Spree Press, Press, or great book that details all the cuisines of what, 17 regions of China? All the or different something? regions. So this dish is not your typical stir fried dish. So what she basically has you do is you poach a whole chicken and then you cool it and then you stir fry the meat with some wonderful aromatics with a little bit of that broth. So we've already poached this chicken. It's it's uh, maybe it's Chinese Passover. We have <laughs> or po- poached a chicken. So um, let's do Chinese Passover oh, this year. Shrimp. Oh, you eat what you can when oh, you're getting through the desert. Yes, you sure do. Don't write in. Don't <laughs> just don't. Um, so instead of gefilte fish, we'll have gefilte mm-hmm. shrimp. Oh. Excellent. And instead of lamb shanks, stop. we'll have Legos. Stop. Something. Stop. <laughs> stop. Okay. stop. Stop. So, okay. We've got, uh, we, what we did was we put this three pound chicken in a pot and it's a whole chicken. And let me say, hmm. right say, up, say. right up, that yeah, no, you cannot make this with boneless, skinless chicken breast because we want the bones. And Sorry. we're going to want the sighing. skin. I'm just sighing. You'll hear it all. What we're going to do is really actually make this fabulous stock. But first, put a three-pound chicken and make sure you take out all the innards the and little bag of heart and, and liver. Because you do not want red foam in your stock at the end. Yum. So you put that three-pound chicken in and you put in two tablespoons of Shaoxing. And a tablespoon of dark soy sauce. Talk about what that was, what we put in there. Well, dark soy sauce is, uh, we've talked about this before. You know, it's so not. do it again. <laughs> well, I just want to remind people that in traditional Chinese cooking, there's dark soy and light soy. And light soy is what we all consider to be regular soy sauce. It's not low sodium. It's not reduced sodium. So dark soy sauce is thick and rich and has an intense flavor. And it really makes this broth a dark brown and it gives it a lot of flavor. Right. It's kind of a Chinese kitchen bouquet. (laughs) So a tablespoon of Chinese kitchen bouquet. And then then we're going to put 
uh, a teaspoon of ground Szechuan peppercorns. We did this already, and then a chunk of rock sugar. This is a little different. Well, so just it's like rock, it's basically rock candy. You know what that stuff is, and you can get it in Chinese markets. It's just you can sh- get it at the drugstore. Well, rock candy, yes. Right. It's but if you thing. can't find it, just use sugar. No one is gonna. How much sugar? Because we're talking about like a walnut-sized piece of rock sugar. So here. I would use two tablespoons of granulated if okay. you can't. Uh, if you can't find that. So and we put we all that in there. did this. Yeah, we did this already. And we filled the pot with water. And we put it on the stove and we brought it to a boil and, and then we, we lowered it, it to low and we put this lid askew and we let it simmer for one hour. One hour. Yep. And then after it simmered one hour, I'm not giving any visual cues here, just time it out. Just one hour. One hour with the lid askew at a low simmer. Then we set it aside uncovered for an hour or so till it came back to room temperature. Yep, we wanted to cool quite a bit. It's it's lukewarm at that point. And then I used tongs and wooden spoons and my big Chinese spider, which is that big strainer that's like a metal handle with a metal You know, when I met Bruce, he kept one of those in the bathroom to take the cat poop out of the litter box. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, you know, you're just dating and you get to know somebody. And there was this Chinese strainer against the back wall of the bathroom. And I kept thinking... What is he doing in this bathroom with it that It was thing? a tub toy. Uh, it was. I was like, mm, is this a don't flush till mommy looks? But he's doing I it to himself. I Chinese mommies say that. Oh. So, so we anyway, did all of that. And gross. I took the chicken out. And this chicken is now on this cutting board in front of me. Yep. And I am starting to break it apart. I'm yep. cutting it. I'm taking all the meat off the bones. Use a knife, kids. Yeah. This is not a finger job, but when you take it... Oh, oops. This is not a task with fingers, <laughs> but when you take it out of the of the pot, make sure that you pour any water back out of it. Uh, yeah, when you... Hot. Yeah, because you don't want to spill that in your counter. Right. So as I'm doing this, I'm throwing the skin and the bones and all the cartilaginous bits and everything I don't want back in that pot of broth. And Bruce is taking the meat off the bones in fairly large chunks. If you go to our website, bruceandmark.com, you will see a photograph of the finalist. Listen, I don't take, I do the photographs and I am no professional photographer. I literally use the light on my stove and my iPhone. And I take a picture of it, hey, you know it's real. And but you'll see it. The chicken is in pretty big chunks. What what eventually will happen yeah. to this? Um, like consider this Chinese chicken salad. Well, yeah. And I hear you. You're all saying, well, can I just go buy a rotisserie oh, chicken and stop. use that? And stop. my answer is no. Stop. You really can't. And you can't for a number of reasons. You have not infused the flavor stop. of all that stuff into the chicken. And also, you're not going to have the texture when you poach a chicken. That's silky. It's rich. Okay, you're boiling a chicken and you're making it with boiled chicken. So now I've got all this meat. You know, I think the most attractive thing about men is that we whine. And that I think the whining is the most attractive quality of a man, really. Honestly, that's why I do it so much. So I have all the meat from this chicken and it's going to whine the the rest of the recipe. And I put it in a bowl. I told you it was Jewish. And I'm going to put that in the refrigerator. Okay, right. And so the bones and the skin and the cartilage and listen, whatever else you got going on off that yep. chicken have gone back in that poaching liquid and as Bruce said we're going to bring that back to a simmer did you already say that? nope you're 
to do that. Okay, that's what you're going to do. And we're turning the flame back up, and this is going to go back to a simmer, and we are going to simmer it uncovered. Yeah, for an hour. What is that going to do? Um, it's going to reduce the broth and deepen the flavors. It is. And we're going to use some of that broth. Name the chemical reaction that's going on in I it. have no idea. Yeah, I don't either. I just thought I'd say that. So go ahead. So we're going to use some of that broth in the dish. The rest of it we're going to save and use in something else. So we'll be back when this reduces in about an hour. All right. So this sauce has now simmered for an hour. It's reduced quite a bit. And I've got a colander in the sink. Over a bowl. Set your colander in the sink. Do you know this story? The story goes that Barbara Kafka claims that that the biggest comment she's ever gotten in her cookbooks, the the lion of cookbook writing Barbara Kafka, claimed once that the biggest comments or the most number of comments she ever got was that people said, but I drained the pasta in a colander and the water went all over the counter. And she claims claims now she knows to write, drain the pasta in a colander set in the sink so um well our colander is set in the sink but it's also set in a bowl in the sink because we want to catch the stuff because the point here is we're going to throw out the garbage in the colander and keep the liquid that goes in the bowl so i've done that and so now i'm going to also skim off some of this fat and i'm going to measure out just a quarter cup let's stop about this skimming because this is warm so how am i skimming fat use a ladle and tilt the bowl i know i know how to do it but explain what that means well the the fat fat. rises to the top and there can be as much as a half an inch of fat floating on top of stock like yum so you don't want all that in your food so on my face, baby. The easiest thing to do is put this bowl in the fridge, and that fat will solidify in like six hours. And you could peel it off. Okay, but we're making out. it now. So what are you doing? So I am tilting the bowl, and I'm using a ladle, and I'm just pushing the ladle down into it enough so that the fat runs into it, and I'm pouring it off. So this great stock, it is truly stock that we've made from all these chicken parts and all it's these aromatics. It's actually reduced to a sauce at this point. Well, kind of. I mean, there's more than that, right? There's two, about two cups here. Of it. I have about two and two, two and two and a half. Yeah. Okay, so this bit that we've made, we we should say that we're only going to use a quarter cup of this in this in the final dong on chicken. And you are going to get the other two cups in two different versions of mapa dofu next week. Well, see, there you go. So take this stock and put it in half or even full cup increments in containers and freeze it. Yep. And so you can use it for stir fries. You can use it for mop tofu. You can use it for all these things that you need a really good, intense, flavorful chicken broth that you would, you know, oh, you're going to open up the Campbell's chicken broth or whatever. Skip use that. This. Use this. And now you've got something that's extraordinary that you can use for it. You can't actually use that for this dish again because part of making this dish is poaching the chicken in the, yep. in the liquid and getting that but you can use this again so we put a quarter cup aside now we can make the dish I'm going to put a big wok oh you're going to do it okay you over it. high heat no actually I'm going to stand back I'm just putting the wok <laughs> on the high heat here okay and I'm going to make sure this wok is good and hot so let's talk a couple minutes before we do this so this wok heats up what are I'm we- going to remind everybody that I do not have a high carbon steel wok that is well seasoned. I Grace know. Grace would be so mad. Grace at you. would be mad at me. Instead, I have two beautiful, very 
heavy stainless steel walks with a little flat bottom. Grace is still mad. I, she could be mad, but I love them and I use these. So they're sitting under that heat. What? No, not they. One. We're only using one today. <laughs> one is sitting on the heat. And it's heating up. And we're going to put a quarter cup of oil in it. Again, before we start and before we get moving here, remember, this recipe is on BruceandMark.com. You don't have to copy down. You don't have to be a crazy person and drive off the side of the road trying to figure out what we're doing here. Just go out to our website and you can get the recipe. So, and I, you want this recipe. Honestly, when we Bruce made this the first time, I was blown away. It's so. a little sweet. It's a little hot. It's very aromatic. And it's heating up. And before we throw the things in, I want to talk about the chilies that are going to go in there. Because okay. these call for dried Chinese chilies. You know, those little red chilies, like chilies right. d'air bowl. Right. And the things I, that melt your face off. But I like to eat these. But the only way you can really eat them, in my opinion, is we cut the stem off and then... You sort of squeeze them open, and all the seeds come out. Right. And that makes them much more edible, and you get more of the fruitiness of the flesh without the seeds. Now, if you want to keep, it's called for six of them. If you want to keep one or two whole, you know, snip off the stems and leave the seeds and everything mm. intact. Now you're going to melt your face off. But <laughs> you might. It's only ahead. six of them. It, it is. And if uh, could you use another, could you use like Facing Heaven chilies sure. or any of the Facing Heaven chilies are a Sichuan red dried chili that's more round and they grow facing up so the bottom of the chili faces to the sky which is why they call facing heaven chilies so in it goes six chilies and two tablespoons of minced peeled ginger and it already smells so aromatic if you wanted to get super fancy here you could julienne that ginger up but we're just using minced yep, peeled fine. ginger i'm even going to say we're using it out of a jar right now that chicken that i cut up is going in and i'm dumping that in the wok and i'm tossing it around with the ginger and the chilies i just want to get them evenly distributed in there and reheat the chicken up a bit. The whole thing smells so aromatic. So this is what I'm handing Bruce. I'm handing him two tablespoons of black vinegar. We'll come back to that. In it goes. And we're gonna have a teaspoon of granulated white sugar. In it goes. A teaspoon of salt, we'll come back to that. We're gonna put in the remaining two tablespoons from the recipe that calls for of the Shaoxing yep. or Chinese rice wine. And the remaining two teaspoons of ground Sichuan peppercorn. And I am tossing that all up, getting that all warmed up and aromatic and infused into the chicken. Okay. And, and that is smelling so amazing. And here comes the, the the poaching liquid. There's a lot of oil in here, so remember these things will pop a bit. So here comes all this poaching liquid in. Yep, there. a quarter cup of it is all, all right. we're putting. It's just enough to create a sauce. It's already starting to bubble. That's getting really nice. So now I want that cornstarch slurry mixture. Right, it's a teaspoon of cornstarch dissolved in two teaspoons of water. We're putting that in and we're putting four medium scallions all cut up. And this is starting to thicken already. That's how quick this is. Oh, you should smell how amazing this dish is. Oh my God. Okay, I'm gonna turn off the heat. And now I'm Wait, in a... we're not on television. No. Smell a podcast. Smell a... Smell-a-yo. smell a cast. <laughs> anyway, okay, yes. Yeah, so take it off the heat, and I'm going to drizzle a tablespoon of toasted sesame oil over the top. This is just like a garnish thing that's going Okay, this on. is so hot, I don't want to touch it yet. I want to talk right. about black vinegar before yeah, we do this. Yeah, here we go. Black vinegar. Black vinegar is a I got condiment. my going, but I can't. It's too hot. <laughs> it's a condiment that's used a lot in Chinese cooking that... If you cannot find it, Mark and I have always said the best substitute 
is equal parts balsamic vinegar and Worcestershire sauce. Right. Now, you know that Worcestershire sauce is going to add salt to this and quite a bit of salt if you're going to use the sub. So you might want to dump out that one teaspoon of salt and knock it out of the recipe. Or at least half of it. Yeah, I, it's going to make it really super but salty. But look for black vinegar because they even have it at my local stop and shop. So They do? Yeah. They have black vinegar in rural New England. Yeah, not sweetened black vinegar, but black vinegar. Uh, mm-hmm. I just don't believe you. So <laughs> right, I'm uh, digging in because. <laughs> mm, 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 no, it's good. Oh my God, it's hot. It's delicious. But. Okay. Oh, you know what this needs? Sticky rice. Mm-mm. It is salty. It needs long grain rice. It is in my sweet. Opinion. But I think everything needs sticky rice. Yeah, I know. It's sweet, it's salty, it needs long grain it's rice. silky. It's this chicken is super aromatic because it got poached. It is also sweet because it got poached with rock sugar, and the broth has rock sugar in it, and we added a little sugar, so it's sweet. Okay, it, we might make this for Passover. It, it's a little bit hot, but not much. If you know, we call for six dried red chilies. If you want to go up on over the top, put nine. Put put a handful. Twelve, like go up. Yep. But uh, I think that uh, they're good. They're a bright. Citrusy flavor. I have seen some videos online now. I don't know what's going on because they're in Chinese of people making <laughs> dong an chicken, and they use dobenjang, the the chili paste, the fermented it. broad bean chili paste from Sichuan. But that is not in this dish. That would be too dark for this dish. Yeah, that same video you showed me, she was also using boneless, skinless chicken breast yeah, no, that she, she deep wrong. fried. Yeah, so yeah. she wasn't making this dish. Um, although, I don't know, maybe it's like chicken soup in China that every grandmother has her own version of. And I don't know what chicken. it is, but it, this is this is warm Chinese chicken salad. Admittedly, it takes a while to make. But listen, if you want to make this, and you can make the chicken, set I'm it aside. Yeah, sure. Set it aside, bone out the meat, set it aside in on a plate in the refrigerator, and then do, bro, boil down your broth, and then set a quarter cup aside. And now, on another day, yep. you can make the stir fry. This is Dong An Chicken. It's Dong An Jiji. So Gong Dong. Hao Fa Choi yeah. for another 15 days. That's right. I read somewhere that children in China often add and give me the money. Give me the red envelope <laughs> for the new year. Much congratulations and prosperity. To for the year of the rooster. And we will be back with some more Chinese dishes on Cooking with Bruce and Mark. <laughs>